want to talk to Ken Keyes. Now, we spoke to John Keyes yesterday. Had a good chat to John. Of course, John's daughter is Tegan. Just terrific horse people, aren't they? Of course, John's preparing the favourite, the inevitable, for the Epsom. John hasn't won a Group 1. His brother, Ken, came awfully close to winning his first Group 1 in the Caulfield Guineas some seasons ago with a very special horse called Rich Enough. I wonder if this horse, Shelight, can go one better. His form is exemplary. He appears that he's going to appreciate the 1,600 metres. Two different styles of horses, which Ken's going to explain. Ken Keyes, because he joins us now to talk about Shelight by Real Steel, a Japanese sire. Good morning, Ken. Morning, Steve. Just take us through the process when you bought him. You went to South Australia to the million sale. Yeah, look, I mean, as we do a lot of the sales, we, uh, well, most of the sales, we um, basically look at types. Um, very hard uh, when you're working on a budget to... Um, by the nicest horse in the sale. You've got to be very mindful of what's affordable. Um, but he's particularly stood out on type, fit, fitted our criteria. Didn't know a lot about real steel. But, uh, you know, from day one, we've just had ourselves a nice horse. Real Steel had a phenomenal record, didn't he, in Japan? He even ran second to Maurice, the superstar, one day in their big race, the 10-0 show. Yeah, I've learned all that since. <laughs> so, yeah, no, he's obviously a very high-quality horse. Those Japanese horses, they're amazing, aren't they? Well, if they're setting the benchmark for all us now, because they seem to have no fault. As in, when they go to stud, they don't go to stud with fault, it seems. Of course, deep impact. What a tragic loss he was when he passed. My word. So, So Ken, when you started galloping this horse up and working him, did you think that he had something, you know, where he could be potentially quite good? She liked? Yeah, yeah, in all honesty, from, from, from day one, Basically, was quickening up. He had every rider that rode him come back and raved about his action. Uh, now, you know, just a lovely action horse. And usually, <clears throat> when you do have that sort of horse, they tend to be able to gallop. Um, obviously, we had no idea of his ability until um, as we went further into the prep or preps. Um, but yeah, it was, it was pretty apparent pretty early. Just wondering where you bring your budget that day because I think you got him for about eighty thousand. Yeah, I mean, we, we, our budget is what we can afford to lose if we can't sell them. So um, that's we sort of buy on the hope that we can sell, but a lot of times we're not very good at that. And uh, we've got to come up with it, so we try and keep it, you know, half affordable. Ken, he debuted with a 1,000-metre win at Sandown as a $5 chance. Then he went to Flemington for his next start down the straight and got it done again. And another, he was $5 again that day. So he won his first two, and then you, you put him out for a bit of a break? Yeah, I mean, obviously, by this stage, we had probably formed an opinion of him already. Um, and he's always suggested he's a mile or plus. Um, always had some good good speed. But, uh, um, you know, the, the comments all the time was, uh, it feels like a mile, feels like settles well, travels, you know. That's, so we had to give him a break. Um, and that's how come, basically, we started this way with the, the guineas as a plan. Um, as I say, there's always a problem if you have them as an afterthought, so we've set everything around the guineas onwards. So he ran first up in the vein, he ran fifth, uh, then he ran fifth in the McNeil, 1,200, then he ran fourth in that blanket finish last week in the Purdue. But every time you look at this horse's sectional times, he lights up the screen. He's always the fastest 6.42, isn't he, home, she like? He certainly is, but it is getting a little bit frustrating, those three runs. Um, but uh, no, I think we, look. I'm, I'm hoping the step out will be the, the difference. Um, it's about in distance, and 
and now Mark's had one ride on him. I think he's probably um, a little bit more of what he can do and what he can't do. So that hopefully puts us in good stead. What do you think Mark may have done in hindsight the other day if he knew him a bit better, Ken? We actually got caught on the back of uh, Stepardi. Um, we had started our run and uh, following Stepardi and then Stepardi eased for whatever reason, we're not sure. But um, And then we had to start the momentum again. So I think it wasn't ideal for us. It'd be lovely to see midfielder a bit worse instead of being out the back door all the time because sometimes he's not the best out, is he, Sheelite? No, yeah, he's, he seems to jump all right, but he doesn't muster. Um, but you're right, I'd love to see him that. You know, and it's hard to think why he's doing it because when he went at Flemington at 1100, he was sort of midfield. You know, he wasn't tailed out in those early runs. So hopefully uh, uh, we can sort of, not much we can do, but, you know, Get him into a more forward position anyway. Would he run further than a mile even? Would you run him further than a mile this prep, Sheelite? I wouldn't hesitate. Uh, I really believe he will, yeah. All right, so he could be in a derby lead-up or even the derby? Um, yeah, well, we've, we've thrown entries into everything. <laughs> um, he'll, he'll tell us, but uh, certainly his racing manner is such that he basically runs a nice 700 metres, right, 800 metres. Yeah, what's he like temperament? I see there's a stadium chain that you use on him. Yeah, that was look. That was more just an arrogance thing with him loading in the barriers. Um, look, he's a a colt. He's a young colt. So, he's, and the trouble is now, the better he's got, the more spoiled he's got. Um, but in the main, he's a pretty nice ride. Rich Enough was a very special horse by Written Tycoon. He won the Mackenzie. He won the Dane Hill. He won the Caulfield Guineas Prelude, and of course the Caulfield Guineas. That must have been so deflating. He went down narrowly to shooting to win. I would and. <laughs> Uh, makes it, I guess it just proves how, how tough that in his, is for any horse that's an on-pacer with this genuine pressure, which he had pressure all the time that day. Um, in some ways, that's why I sort of rate Sheilite so high that he has the ability to give himself a chance to relax in the run. Ability-wise? I know you already had a soft spot for Rich enough, didn't you? You just had yeah. gears. Um, yeah, look, uh, two different types of horses. Rich enough was just pure power and speed, um, didn't give himself much chance by not giving himself a break in a race. So I'd probably relate this one more to what we thought was a good cult um, a couple of years back called Soul Patch, um, who ran third in the Guineas. Uh, Australian Guineas, not Norfolk Guineas. Um, the ability to travel, I think, just sets you up to least, you know, conserve energy and give yourself half a chance at the finish. All right. Well, I can't wait to see him in the Caulfield Guineas. It's great that your daughter's involved. Casey, how long has she been involved now with the stable? Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we just, oh, she's been here many years, but as far as officially in co-trainer, she's our second year. Um, but she's probably got energy that I maybe used to have. Yeah, we've seen a lot throughout Australia with different partnerships. It just seems to work, don't you? You've got, you've got someone that's much younger and, a, you know, it's just a great little mix, isn't it? particularly if they're a family member. Oh, without doubt, because the reality is you've got to, uh, a lot more knowledge now than when you did when you started off. But uh, uh, at the stage, you've got all the knowledge, but maybe not all the enthusiasm. That's what I keep saying to everyone, you never stop learning, do you? Uh, no, in whatever all. industry you're in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And the, day you, the day you stop learning, the day you'll do nothing. Mm. Well, good luck with him. Um, $80,000, it's money well spent at this stage. Fingers crossed with <laughs> Sheelite. Hey, the name, what does it mean? How did you come up with um, it? Sheelite is a derivative of tungsten, um, strengthening steel. So I play on words with the real steel as a sire, and it is a, um, a mine where I think it originally come from. It's a great name for a good horse, isn't it? Tough.
<laughs> it is. And John, you'll be watching the inevitable too, won't you? I mean, who's going to win the Group One first, you or him? Oh, I hope he does because he's first up. So <laughs> I won't mind playing second. Thanks, thanks for that, Ken. Thanks, Steve. There you go. They've both got excellent chances of featuring Group Ones this weekend. Uh, John, with the inevitable, as we mentioned, and Ken, uh, in a couple of weeks' time, uh, in the Caulfield Guineas. Actually, might just look at that latest tab market for the Caulfield Guineas. Of course, it's on Everest a day, isn't it? Um, yes, it is. Two racks on that day as well. So Miller tries, 280. Stabati, he just... I know he was brave last week covering ground and then he went back and got some cover, but he was tired, but he just kept rallying to the line. He, was free. he started to roll in last week. Um, they all hit the line together. But that horse was probably the strongest, but there again, Stepardi had a tough run, didn't he? So he's 350. King Colorado, eight. He's probably looking for maybe even further than 1,600. Wait and see. She likes $11 at the moment and 350.